What up, guys? No particular intro this time. What's up? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Channel Chasers. As always, I'm your host, Jay from Mr. Jay's Reviews. And joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, my self-proclaimed sidekick, my co-host, Brian Kersey. How you doing tonight, Brian? I'm alright. Hello, people. It's time to get suspenseful. Okay, so, um, real quick, uh, I want to apologize to anyone who is watching this on YouTube and is wondering, hey, you skipped, like, two episodes. Yeah, um, sorry, last week's episode, the Hamilton episode, uh, did not get uploaded because of me, because I completely forgot to tell Brian that the audio was delivered and in the Dropbox for him to put together. That was my bad. Um, so, yeah, you can blame me for that one. Um, but anyway, uh, this and our love is... Simon was late because of me. That was completely my fault. And then last week we had to skip completely. Yeah, because basically, um, I I had intended on watching the Rivers of the Club, and uh, I actually finished it a couple few hours ago. Enjoyed it, uh, but like, so I was busy with uh, family stuff, and by the time I uh, got around to starting it. It was like six or seven o'clock at night, and we usually record these, like for a frame of reference, usually around like nine or ten p.m. And I was like, "Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna finish ten episodes by ten p.m. if I'm starting at six o'clock." Six. And he told me that he was only one episode in, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, we're not, we're not." But um, and while I do agree after watching it that. Maybe it might have been a little bit awkward for us to talk about being. Yeah, we're two... grown ass. We're grown ass men, and uh, it's, but... see, it's different with the high school shows because the high school shows they're like young adults, like going into adulthood and it's a coming of age story. But these were like middle school girls, and it felt kind of weird. <laughs> but in this, in uh, adversely though it. It was really good. I did really. No, like it was it. no. It was definitely a good show, but it would have been weird for us to talk about because neither of us, or at least I can't speak for you, Brian, but I was. I have never been in any point in my life a middle school girl. Um, nope. So like, it would have been weird. <laughs> it would have been a weird one to talk about, but it's a good show regardless. I still recommend you guys check it out, especially if you have someone like in your life, like a daughter or a a cousin, or you know. Someone you know that's around this age, I think they'll enjoy it. Uh, I watched it with my little cousin who was in town from Vermont, um, and uh, we had a blast. Uh, but yeah, and all the adults are really cool, uh, especially one that was very surprising. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, and funny, uh, fun fact: this is uh, this episode of Channel Takers is actually kind of a sequel to another lost episode since we're talking about like episodes we skipped or like we're lost and this one was a lost episode purely because for some reason um we record this on anchor as you guys know because you hear an anchor ad every time before the podcast plays that i recorded um we record this on anchor and for some reason anchor was not cooperating with me uh when we were recording an episode for the in the dark season one and because of that that ne- episode never came out. We were gonna do it before. Yeah, the week before the week before season two dropped, and uh, we did and it. But like, it kept cutting I'm, us out. If I'm not mistaken, it's also 
like missing episode because didn't we cover season one in video form? I don't think we did because I hadn't caught up to season one until this year, uh, until like earlier this year. Hmm. You okay. covered it in video form. I did right. not because uh, this was one of those ones that I like. I included in my like. Uh, Corona binge watch uh, video I, that I did on Blair. I covered season one, but uh, season two just came out at a weird time. Like work had just like started back after like doing telework for a while, and I just kept missing episodes. And uh, this is the CW, so. The only real way to watch it is to watch it on the CW app or on... Unless you DVR it. The website. Unless you DVR it. Yeah. And doing either is kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But yeah, like, uh, this, I, I just found this hilarious uh, because, you know, um, within our group chat, uh, like... Me and Elizabeth were the last two to like get on the in the dark train because both of us were like, "All right, we're gonna wait till it gets renewed because I'm tired of having my heart broken." Because that year in particular, so many good shows were canceled that I was like, "No, fuck this." R.I.P. Deadly Class, Krypton. Yep. List goes on. Yep, and I was like, "No, no, 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 fuck this! I'm not doing this no more. You're not gonna get me." CW, okay, you do this to me every time. Every time I get invested in a show that has a cool premise, you just cancel it. Like, tomorrow, people, uh, fucking, uh, what was the other one? Starcrossed, I really enjoyed. Uh, that was canceled pretty quick. Frequency was really cool. It was actually an interesting time travel concept. Nope. So you weren't going to get me again, CW. So I waited. It got renewed. And I was like, all right, cool. And eventually, once the list, you know, wore down and the little thing called a, pand- uh, you know, a worldwide pandemic happened, uh, I had plenty of time. So, went ahead, watched season one, really loved it. And, uh, funny enough, um, Elizabeth and I were the only ones out of our group chat to consistently watch the uh, season, second season live. So, we were over here just on the edge of our seat, week to week, just like, yo, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? Yo, what is happening? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yo, we were, like, constantly freaking out. Like, this show is amazing, you guys. Like, uh, I believe we, we, we did an Nancy Drew episode uh, on the podcast, on this version of the podcast, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of similar, it, like, in vibe to that, in a way, because it, like, it has a very good grip on suspense and mm-hmm. mystery. And, like, they do a very good job at pacing the show out and timing reveals. Uh, like, that was, you know, obviously, like, a strong case in the first one, and even more so in the second. And each season, like, very clearly sets up the premise for the next, um, which I, I really enjoy. So, and- like, go ahead. I was just going to say, also, it kind of reminds me of, like, those shows that were really popular in the early 2000s, 
like uh, to some extent uh, Sopranos, but also stuff like uh, Breaking Bad and all oh, that. Oh, this season has just like yeah, this season was a very much a Breaking get, Bad. Yeah, average people who get caught up in like these big stories that are bigger than themselves. Yeah. Like, and uh, if you guys want a more like recent example of that type of stuff, uh, like the show Good Girls that is on NBC. Yeah. Uh, which is phenomenal. Uh, I'm actually catching up on that currently, and it's great. Uh, that was another one that we had covered uh, the pilot of uh, in the uh, YouTube version back when we did the uh, YouTube video version. Also, I don't know if we, I don't know if we covered it um, on this incarnation of the podcast or not, but uh, dead to me. Um, I, I, I think we had planned on it, but we did not. Um, but, but we did yeah, do a, Netflix, we did do a video version. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Dead to me in that kind of vein. Although dead to me is more dark humor. Yep, for sure. Um, but yeah. So, um, obviously we're gonna have to spoil season one because we're talking about season two. So I'm gonna get to say that off the bat before we get into spoilers for season two. We got to actually talk about like you know. The setup. Um, because, yeah, uh, season one ends on a big note, and season two just carries that big note and just keeps going. Yeah, so, and all, and also, again, this is another one where we can't really do a spoiler-free section. We kind of just have to jump into it with spoilers. Well, uh, just a spoiler-free, I mean, it's really good... Like, mystery and suspense and, like we said, real-life people getting into bigger-than-life situations. And and the main lead is uh, physically disabled. Um, and as somebody who is physically disabled, I think that's really cool that, you know, there are more, like, not just in, like, a, in terms of, like, a diversity checking a box thing. Uh, she's, like, an, she's an actual character. They're not making her, like, a you know, a damsel in distress, or someone who's perfectly good. Honestly, she's very fucked up and shitty. Um, she's a real person. She just happens to be blind. Um, mm-hmm. It actually, uh, if you make any character comparisons, she's kind of Jessica Jones-esque. She's like Jessica, if Jessica Jones and Daredevil fused into one character. Kind of. No, like, literally. She's got the guilt-ish, she's got the guilt and, like, sense of righteous of like sense to do what's right of daredevil but like the moral ambiguity and like fucked up decision making of jessica jones and oh. bad habits of jessica i mean both there both jess and matt have pretty bad habits um but yeah i'm telling you it's basically if jessica jones and matt murdoch like merge into one character except she does not have superpowers at all um no I mean, unless you unless you count like, unless you count like sarcasm, uh, sarcasm and alcoholism as a superpower, then she definitely has a superpower. Hmm. Um, but, but but yeah, she is a very badass character just in general. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so highly recommend it. Um, most all of the CW shows uh, just. In case anyone isn't like in the know about like how like TV works, but all the CW shows, even though they're owned by Warner, are not going to HBO Max. Uh, at least not the ones that were already streaming on Netflix. Those 
uh, will be staying on Netflix. Um, it's just the shows, the newer shows that come out now will be moving to Max um, once the seasons wrap. Mm-hmm. So the, the, that so you can watch it on Netflix. You don't need HBO Max for it. So highly recommend you watch it. Borrow somebody's password. Do whatever you got to do. We ain't here to judge. Just watch the first season. It's pretty great. The second season is also up there too, um, as the, at the time of this recording. Uh, so yeah, um, season one was pretty great. Um, it was a um, murder mystery, basically where Murphy Mason, our main character, uh, was trying to figure out who murdered her best friend Tyson. Um, and boy, there were twists, turns, drama, action, all of that just wrapped up into one crazy journey. And there were even mysteries that you didn't think of, like, Mm -hmm. why is this, like, kid with, kid who's in a gang and gang connections is friends with just this random blind chick who works at a blind yeah, it works at a like uh seeing eye dog um training school. Yeah. And seeing how they became friends and all that was really cool. Yep, yep, yep. Made his death even hurt that much more. Yeah, it it was really interesting. It was, it's um you know, shows that like start with a death are very interesting because they have this weird act that they have to do where you know, um, even though the character, like, is, even though a character is dead, their presence still has to be strongly felt throughout the show. Um, and you could see this uh, done well in um, a lot of amazing shows, like the first season of 13 Reasons Why, or the first season, and honestly, the second season as well, of A Million Little Things, uh, different shows like that. Uh, obviously, Jack and This Is Us, um, you know, it's a, it's a, an important thing, and um, you know they definitely did that very well with Tyson's character in season one of In the Dark. Um, mm-hmm. And man, like the twist at the end where we find out the murder of Tyson, and we find out that like the you know the really nice um, like kind of awkward uh, cop Dean who has this blind daughter Chloe who is absolutely adorable um he was working for nia um the gang boss who actually uh was uh tyson's boss um and he killed tyson because tyson uh like had seen too much and he was afraid that you know um like tyson was gonna flip on dean and then getting dean in trouble yeah, and Dean, even through, like, all of this, in his mind at least, it's all been about his daughter. Like, he joined he joined Nia. So that he could pay for her operation after, like, the car accident that killed his wife and blinded his daughter for life. Yep. So, yeah, like... Um, now I think we can jump into season two. So it basically ends with, you know, Dean and Murphy both in the hospital. Murphy recovers. Um, it's kind of iffy on where it ends with kind of being iffy on what's going to happen to Dean. Um, but also, uh, oh, yeah. Nia, 
um, yeah, Nia, Nia, also Nia tries to like tie up some loose ends, and uh, so she goes and she ends up sending putting out a hit on um, Dean's partner, who is actually romantically involved with Darnell, another member of Mia's gang or Nia's gang. Yeah. Um, she stage uh, she stages her death to look like an OD. And yeah, so that's pretty sad. Also, Nia comes to Murphy at the end of season one, and she's like, "You know what? I like I-, I like you. I like the cut of your jib." And you kind of cut off my. Yeah, you. Uh, you with Max. Yeah, you, you cut uh, off my. Yeah, money launder. Yeah, my whole my whole operation. I need someone to clean my money. Uh, something something less suspicious. And uh, Max is on the run now, which, by the way, Max is her love interest. Um, and so, like, I'm going to need you, um, you know, you are working for me now. She's not even asking. She's like, you're working for me now. Uh, you're going to clean money through Guiding Hope. And so it's just like, well, shit. This is what we're doing now. Because who is going to suspect a charity? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, um, the season opens up, and, you know, this isn't just going to be total recap, obviously, but we open up, we see the Dean's okay, and obviously things are super awkward between Murphy and Dean, because Murphy now knows this motherfucker killed Tyson. So, fuck Mm -hmm. you. And the fuck you Dean energy is all throughout the season, and it just gets worse and worse as the season goes on. Of course, Murphy tells her friends what happened, Mm -hmm. and all of her friends are like, fuck you, Dean. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Dean also, you know, ditches Chelsea, uh, who he was also kind of involved with for a little bit, and so she's like, fuck you, Dean. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so, basically, now, like, you know, Murphy is put into this position where she has to launder money, and then... Eventually, when Max comes back to try and, you know, be with Murphy, he ends up getting arrested. And basically, this gives Murphy even more incentive to work for Nia because Nia's like, well, if you don't, you know, do what I say, uh, it would be a shame if something happened to Max on the inside. But also, there's tension between Murphy and Max because one of the reasons why Max was arrested was because his hideaway stash money from last season at the what, end yeah, was used by Jess and Felix like a bunch of fucking idiots to save Guiding Hope. Yep. Because Guiding Hope was about to go uh, bankrupt. And uh, so yeah, um, basically they end up having to launder money for um, Nia's drug empire, good girl style. Um, and uh, surprisingly, Murphy and Felix are kind of good at it. Particularly Murphy. Um, Felix, I still, like, I love and hate him all at the same time. Because his him and Murphy's relationship and their the growth in their relationship was pretty awesome. But also, fucking Felix, man. Felix is just such a, a dipshit. 
I hate him. And also, every time, like, his relationship stuff came on, like, and a subplot in an episode, I was just like, alright, let's move on. I don't give a shit. Really? Because I actually like Felix. Of course you would like Felix. Well, screw but... you too. Nah, man, Felix, Felix was just annoying. I fucking, I, I hated Felix. I did. I mean, like, and I, I'm, I don't know, like, he's, he's just one of those characters where it's just like, you're just an asshole, dude. Like, at the beginning, yeah. No, but... even when, no, even when he's trying to be nice, he's like nice in like a douchey way, and it's just I don't know, man. Like, he just has this uppity personality to him, and I, I just I don't like people like that. Um, I thought like, by the the end after the van scene, he really grew as a character, and I. I mean, I'm not denying that he grew, but I mean, he hasn't really you know, changed in position in terms of, like, my favorite character. He's definitely no Jess. Jess is the best character on this whole damn show. No one can beat Jess, and I will fight you if you try to say otherwise. No, but I do like... I do like Felix. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna knock you for it. I just don't. We can, we can just disagree on that. There, you don't right, have to agree with me. I know. Just part of this is surprise, because I... I mean, do we always like the same character? Because, like, I, I don't think so. No, but you're basically saying, yeah, Felix could leave the show and I'd be totally fine. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I would be totally fine. Um, because, because... Yeah, so you don't like the character at all. Oh, yeah, no, that's what I said. Uh, that's why I'm shocked. No, you you can even ask Elizabeth. Elizabeth doesn't like him even uh, likes him even less than I do. Really? Yeah. Ask her. I mean, after this, obviously. But yeah. Jeez. Wow. Are you? <laughs> do you really like Felix that much? That you're that surprised? I like him. Well, I, I don't. Mean... I don't love him as a character, but. To say that you don't like him at all. I mean, he just... I just don't find anything that he does interesting. Personally. That's just my whole thing. Like, And they, every... keep, they keep fucking him over. I mean, yeah, but just because a character gets fucked over and I feel bad doesn't mean that I like a character. I mean, I'm not saying I don't feel bad for him. I'm just not interested. Really? At all? Yeah, because because every time his subplot always interrupts the stuff that I'm actually interested in, like the Nia stuff. The uh, the only I time thought I, his stuff was pretty interesting, especially the pa- the only part time where he gets I was tortured. The only time I was interested in like a Felix plot was when he was learning to stand up for himself because Sam and the other dude was like basically bitching him. That was the only time I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Um. Elsie stuff um, like him being pushed around by Ben I felt bad but I was like you know I wasn't interested like honestly like if I had if I had watched this on Netflix I would have skipped past some of that wow like, if it, yeah damn 
Yeah, I honestly just really don't like Felix. And, like, that's not, that's not a, like, a discredit to the actor either. He does a great job. Uh, but, like, I'm just not interested particularly in the character. Uh, personally, like, if Sterling replaced Felix, I would be totally into that. Because Sterling is way more interesting. Uh, because like I don't I know if know, I'd go that far I want to know more about her story how did she get involved with Sam um, like how how deep does her gang connection go um, like you know she was um, I, I want to see her relationship with like I'm actually interested in her relationship with Jess Maybe that's more of, like, my love for Jess than my love for Sterling. Um, but, like, also, I- I'm just interested in, like, these, like, turnover-a-new-leaf type characters. Like like how Darnell ended up being this season as well. But, yeah. So, I guess this is a good transition into, like, new characters. Uh, and yeah, you, you don't like Felix, who turned over a new leaf this season, too. Yeah, I like... Uh, yeah, I don't like Felix. I mean, be, yeah, he did turn over a new leaf, but again, I'm just... I wasn't interested in his plots. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say it. I'm just wasn't interested. No, you don't have to, dude. And I'm not saying that his stuff was great. Like, I hated when he took the money. But just to hear you say that you hate the character really shocks me. I don't hate him. It's just I wasn't interested. I mean, I would be really sad if they killed him off. Because, like, his dynamic with the group is fun. He's just my, he's just the least interesting character, in my opinion, on the main cast. Oh. That's not the vibe that I've been getting. The well, vibe that right. I've been getting is, fuck Felix. No. He die for all I care. No, um, it was more like, eh, I, I'm gonna skip past Felix parts. Like, well, I, anyway, I, I like, uh, we don't want to so, dwell on this forever. Well, but. I mean, I, I just want to clarify to you, because apparently you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, so Felix's interactions with the group are fun. I just don't like Felix by himself. Every time Felix is by himself, I want to skip it. That's <sighs> what I'm trying to say. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, I'm sorry, Brian. I, I, I did not mean to insult. I, I did not mean to get you all confused. It's just you surprised me. That's all. Why is it surprising? I've never liked that that type of character to begin with. But anyways, um, yeah, Sterling though. Sterling's really interesting, man. Uh, she was a character that initially I was like, all right. I'm probably going to hate you. Um, but she quickly turned around and actually came in pretty clutch. Like, mm-hmm. and her relationship with Jess, you know, at first it turned, it was a con. And then like, you know, it turned out to be something really genuine and sweet. And I, well, actually, I really actually, um, the relationship was never a con. No, the relationship was a con because no, she. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, because they because they got together for her to no. spy to get information on Jess to make sure Jess wouldn't flip. That whole yeah, but remember what Sam said. Remember what Sam said. The plan was for you to get in close with them, not to sleep with her. 
Oh, well. Uh, and I... that's why Sam was so jealous and so obsessed. Yeah, okay. Because Jess was never part of the plan. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I, I, I really I really enjoyed their dynamic. I think they're a little bit cute with the whole like actual dog grooming in the in the food truck was pretty adorable. Um and the fact where she's like I'm glad that you I'm glad that you tell me that you lied and all that, because honestly I lied and I don't know what I'm doing either. I man, my favorite like Jess has some of my favorite lines in the show. I love when she like stops in the middle of their makeout session. It's like I masturbated to your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was it's so good. Uh, but yeah, she's she's pretty she's pretty awesome. I I enjoy her. There's a lot of different like layers to her uh, that I'm really interested in seeing and, where they go. Uh, and funny note, when I first saw her, I texted the group chat. I was like. You know, she reminds me of Ruby Rose mixed with Pete Davidson. Yeah, no, I can see that. You know, I I told Brian, like, what I said to Elizabeth was she reminds me of, like, Wrecking Ball era Miley and Justin Bieber mixed together. And I can see that, too. But, yeah, she she was a cool, interesting character. And I have a feeling that, uh, similar to, like, the fact that in season one, yeah, she's gonna be similar to I think Darnell. Uh, I'm well, like in a way. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, in the vein of like romances, that it's gonna be like uh, Max, because in season one, we end things with Max, and we think that he's gone for good. Yeah, but true. then he comes back this season. Oh yeah, I I, so. I think I think Sterling made enough of an impact that she's definitely gonna come back. Mhm. And I, and I have a feeling that her ex is going to come back too, even though I don't want it. Uh, the wait, si- wait, Sam. Sam wasn't like arrested. I thought she was arrested. She was, but knowing this show, I got a feeling that we might not be done. Oh yeah, I mean that's probably true. Uh. Especially because her arrest, we didn't even see it. Yeah, that's fair. I know, we we saw it. She got arrested at the storage locker. Yes, and we saw the other side of the storage locker during the incident. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, that makes sense. I want, yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see where that goes. Um, But I just want to say real quick about Sam... Sam was a cool uh, antagonistic character, and I did like the end, the end scene, like right before she was arrested, or they were hiding in the storage locker. That was really cool and really suspenseful. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so speaking of other like side characters, um, I want to uh, quickly talk about Chelsea because Chelsea gets a bit more of a spotlight uh, in this season as well. Um, uh-huh. You know, like I said in my apparently like you know too long Felix tangent, was not interested at all in her Felix relationship. But I do like Chelsea as a character a lot. Uh, she's very she's really funny. I think she adds an interesting like like extra layer to the group dynamic. Um, 
Although I have a feeling that the way that things have now gone, that uh, she might be like stepping back. No, I think she's gonna end up getting roped in. Like I have a feeling she's gonna end up getting roped in, especially considering like that, like her brother was killed. She's probably gonna end up getting roped in somehow. Maybe not. Maybe, and I would be glad. Maybe not on, like, the uh, Team Murphy side exactly, because especially because her brother was killed, that might be used to flip her. But, again, that's more on a – that'll be more for the prediction section. Uh, But, yeah, no, I think – Because unlike some people, I actually did like her and Felix together. (laughs) You can keep saying some people. You can just say me. And Elizabeth. That's more than one person. Uh, true. Well, I, I'm just saying I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I just mentioned Elizabeth because I'm just saying I'm not alone in this. Um. But yeah. Uh. So she she was cool. I enjoyed her, and uh, she introduced us to uh, the most aggravating character in this entire fucking show. Um. Ben. Uh-huh. I'm glad we don't disagree on this one. We would have a problem. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's an ongoing thing of like uh, who my least favorite character is between him and somebody else that we'll get to. Um, but I think it's pretty obvious who the other one is. I mean, yeah, it's Dean. I mean, you don't even need to say somebody else. Or somebody that we're gonna get to. We already said like we already opened up with a lot of fun, Dean. So well, uh, just in case you guys didn't know, we're on the fuck Dean train. I mean, I I feel like if you're not on the fuck Dean train, something's wrong with you. Indeed. Uh, but anyway, uh, Ben. Yeah, the single most aggravating character on the show besides Dean. Um, like because originally when he was introduced, I thought he was gonna be a yeah. I thought he might be like you know just the lazy stoner, almost like. A like non superhero like Bechardes type of character, like just kind of funny stoner slacker dude. But nope. Even in like the first episode that he showed up with, I almost got the hint that we might be doing a romance with Ben Murphy. Really? I didn't get that at all. Just like in the first episode, like it's a maybe. But I, anyway, yeah, I didn't get that at all. Um, and then we, like, in the, f- what was it, like, the first or second episode? Yeah, no, it was, it the, fir- it was ends... the first episode where they, like, they, they uh, set the pieces for the flash forward with a, with a, a death. But not just that, but we find out pretty early on. That it, yeah, that Ben's dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, aw. But then as the show goes on... It's like, yeah, good riddance, bitch. I'm only sad for Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, I'm not even that sad for Chelsea because I'm, like, it's sad because it's your family, but honestly, like, I'm glad you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Because, oh boy, was Ben... He was horrible! Like, how do you steal dog painkillers? Like, not even people painkillers. Dog. Like, bro. You're on some other shit. 
also that is one of the things that I just think is real quick, like a little thing that irks me about Chelsea is uh, she, he's in a place with drugs and she didn't think of at least mentioning it. Yeah, I feel, yeah, that, that's definitely something you mentioned, like, to, to, like, especially because she convinced Felix to give him the job or let, like, let him, like, interview for the job. She should have been, uh, that's definitely something you need to tell your place of work. I mean, and, I understand, but, like, some people. And when set, and when said drugs go missing, she kind of gets on her high horse that they suspect her yeah, so, drug yeah, yeah. addict brother. This was, yeah, this was when I was actually, like, on Felix's side. I was like, no! Like, it's pretty obvious. Like, come on. Like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that to him. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, um, for real though, uh, she like Ben. Ben was super annoying, and honestly, I was pretty happy when he like when well, he uh, got what it was coming yeah. to him. I mean, even when we find out, like, like when Chelsea tells us about like when the family found out that he was a drug addict, that was some evil shit. Exactly, and then you remember what that was, right? Oh wait, what was it? When their their mom had cancer, she kept being in pain, and they didn't know why until they found out that he was stealing her pain what medication the, oh. and replacing it with vitamin C. Oh my god! Damn, that's so fucked up. But yeah, no, like he he was just the worst, and he just kept constantly manipulating Felix. Like, look. I know Brian like thinks that I hate Felix, but like, I w- even I would have been like, "All right, yo, you, you're doing too much to this poor man. Like, I don't like him, but even I wouldn't do this to him." But yeah, he like um, he just kept ben constantly was... manipulating him. Like, I'll tell my sister this. I'll tell my sister that. Like. Bitch. <laughs> and he just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And at one point you think, oh, are they finally going to redeem Yeah, him? because he's helping them out. He's helping them move it. Oh, wait, they gave drugs to a drug addict. You fucking idiots. This is dumber than when you took the money. Uh, and to be fair, he he took responsibility for it. And said that he felt like he killed him. I mean, I that wasn't Felix's fault. That wasn't Felix's fault. Uh, but I'm saying that Felix I, feels I, I, like I, it. I is. understand why he feels like it, but I, I, I'm just saying I, that definitely was not Felix's fault. That was all on Ben. But also, like, um. It was funny because you know when that episode was going on, like it instantly clicked in my head when uh, I was when uh, I realized that like the dog food, uh, like the dog food can't like bags were just full of dog food. I was like, oh, that means they gave the drugs to Ben. Oh shit, they gave the drugs to Ben. Like 
in that same moment when I realized, oh, they gave the drugs to Ben. Also, they, could, uh, they used themselves as a decoy. And I was like, oh, fuck. They gave the drugs to a fucking drug addict, you idiots. Yeah. Uh, but. But, yeah. So, now let's move on uh, more to, uh, more towards the... Oh, actually, well, there's a couple more side characters. Uh, so. Yeah, because uh, um, we still haven't done, like, all the new characters. And there's at least one oh, yeah, that Josh, I want to talk about. Josh is great. You want to talk about you don't talk about a character that I like. I really, really like Josh. Uh, his character yep. is really interesting. He works for the IRS and he's actually going blind. And him and Murphy's relationship is really nice, you know, up until the end where, you know, things go south. Um but we'll get there. Uh so yeah, like you know, at first he's like you know checking like the book, hiding hope, but he's actually at first just using it as an excuse to actually check out the facility because he like hasn't really revealed to anyone that he's going blind, and so like he talks to Murphy about it, and Mur- and it's funny though because originally, every the guiding hope group is like, oh fuck, oh fuck, they know something. Yep. And then Murphy, and then Murphy, Murphy being Murphy is just like, oh no, he just wants to fuck me. That's it. Okay, I'll just give him what he wants. And he's just like, whoa. Um, excuse me. No, no, no I wouldn't be doing that. No, nah, that's not. That's not what I'm here for. Actually, I'm going blind. And she's like, oh, um, my bad. Um, I'm real embarrassed now. Uh, what do you? Let me help you out. So like. She ends up, like, giving him tips, teaching him, like, a, a, a couple tricks, you know. It was really cool, mm-hmm. like, with the puffy paint. Yeah, it was a, it was a very, and it also it was, a, like, a gradual buildup. Like, it was a very natural relationship. So that when they actually started hooking up, I wasn't like, oh, god damn it, Murphy. It actually felt like, okay, this makes sense. Honestly, I like you better with him than I do with Max. Max is a cool character, but you guys are just not good for each other. Yeah, Murphy even says it herself. She likes how she is with mm-hmm. with, with, with Josh him. more than she does. Yeah, when she is with Max. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, he's really cool. I, I enjoyed him a lot, um, which is why it hurt at the end uh, when you know he puts everything together and she basically has to lock him up and kidnap him essentially. Well, not completely, but, like, um... Because he can get out of there, just it's going to take him a while. I mean, it's essentially kidnapping. Or at least holding someone against their will. Uh, For a bit. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't, like, lock him in anywhere. Because he can unlock the door himself. But also, he's going blind, so it's going to take a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, um... That, that was pretty fucked up, man. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we can get him on Team Murphy once he realizes the full circumstances. Um, yeah, and uh, real quick, one other character, new character that I liked, that I feel like could possibly, if not join Team Murphy, at least be like an ally. And that's uh, Gene. Uh, yeah, Gene's great! He's fantastic. He's what Dean should have been the entire time. And it's just like his personality, at least in the beginning, 
is very much like a human puppy. Yeah, also, I don't know about you, but it was mostly because of his voice. Uh, he reminded me of Macklemore. Kinda. Like, if you listen to how he talks, he sounds it. like Macklemore. Um, I can see it, but also the fact that he wanted to be very pleasing. Yeah, he to... was, he he was really trying to be Dean's buddy, man. He wanted to make a good impression, and he was, you know, he was so excited when um like Dean was like, "Are you?" Uh, it's like you ready to go to lunch, and he's like, oh, "You mean all three of us? Really?" It's just like, "No, no, no, no." no. It's like, "Oh, okay." I felt so bad. <laughs> he's he's a good guy. I I think he could definitely be an ally for Team Murphy. Um, especially uh, given what happened to Dean at the end. Um, yeah, he's definitely going to want uh, some uh, retribution in some way. And, well, at the end, he seemed very friendly with Mercy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He understood. He understood the circumstances, which is yeah, why I think like, he did. We both know that there were more breaks than that. You wouldn't happen to know where they are, would you? Yeah, I, I think I think like he he is definitely I think going to be a, an ally because I think he is what Dean should have been this entire time. Um, and I like how and, like he interacts with how he interacted with Chloe, and yep. that was really cool. And I like how he said the one thing about Jules, and you could see yeah, that really and, yeah. genuinely hurt him. Yeah, and he's just like, "Oh shit, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Fuck." And. And just so you like assets of his personality, yeah, he he's, he, he's he comes to see he comes to see Dean at towards the end, and they're talking, and he brings over alcohol, but then he also looks over and sees the fruit roll ups, and he's like, "Can I have one?" Yep, <laughs> I really like. Now he he's great. He's great. He's so like. It's weird to say he's—he seems so innocent because he's a grown-ass man and a cop and a pretty hard-boiled mm-hmm. one, to be honest. Like he's seen some action, but he's just such a sweet dude. Like, I really like him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And every, and see, the fact that it like took him forever to realize about Dean just because yeah. he wanted to see the best. Yeah, because he sees the best in people. Yeah, like. Like you know, you know how I was messing around. You know how I was saying like, like every time, like every time Felix was by himself, I wanted to skip it. Every time Gene was on the screen, I was like, "Yes, more Gene." And I also like though that even though he was innocent and like eager, like a puppy, yeah, he but also he wasn't, wasn't an idiot. Yeah, he wasn't an idiot. Like he he was able to put shit together once he had the actual pieces. Really yeah, appreciated then, that. And then also like. uh when he finally like figured out what was going on with Dean, he went to the captain, and the captain, who we found out early on in the season, was on the take. Yeah, he's on the take. Kinda, but uh, he's dirty at least. Yep. And Dean uh, immediately has a conversation with him, and the captain's like, "No, no, no!" And so I'll just drop it. He goes, "Just drop it." And he's so like, Gene oh, just fuck like. That. Immediately when the captain goes away, beep, 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 give me DAA agent. Yeah, he, he, just, like, yeah, immediately he goes calls over up, his head. Yeah, he calls up homegirl who uh, who set up the sting operation from last season. Like, I, I forget I forget the actress's name, but she's very popular. Um, but, but he yeah, just, her... like, immediately goes over his head because he's yeah. a smart guy and realizes 
Yeah. That like this doesn't oh, technically I could go I could go higher up and just get clearance that way. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, and he also that, like did he's a good cop in general because mm. he definitely like went over all of Dean's other cases and he found Darnell who was in hiding. Yeah, and he gets the he gets all the warrants and stuff like that. And I think this is a good opportunity to transition into Darnell because I feel like he's the last side character I want to talk about before we transition into the, like, the main two of Jess mm-hmm. and Murphy since we spent a long time on Felix unintentionally. Um, um, so Darnell, I really enjoyed him a lot. Uh, man, mm-hmm. like, this, like the Darnell stuff deepens the Tyson thing even more so now because now we know that uh, Nia is Darnell's older sister, which means that Tyson was her cousin too. Mm-hmm. So, like, of course, so that's why when Neil was like, you know, you killed Tyson, like, I can't fuck with you no more, Dean. Because that was her family. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And I think that's also explains why she was more willing to be chummy with Murphy. Murphy, yeah, because Murphy knew, because she knew Murphy, like, Tyson trusted Murphy and that Murphy was good people. And I also, like, to talk about Nia some more. Um, because we can talk about Nia in the same like section as Darnell. Um, I really I enjoyed that like Nia saw the potential in Murphy and like Murphy almost had kind of a a Walter White esque moment where she was like, I'm actually good at this shit. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I, I, I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Uh but yeah, no, um Nia was a really good character, very intimidating, very strong presence. She is uh, like you know, she's been the main antagonist since season one, and uh, she was absolutely fantastic. So, when, and we find out that she can actually like hold her own in a fight, and yeah, so when what happened happened, I was blown away because you know, the whole season, like, we get these pieces of a death, and we see that Ben is dead, and we see this whole scene at the Lensmore, all this blood, and so it's just like, okay, um, like. So what leads up to this? And so we get there, and we get to the episode, Ben dies. It's like, oh, shit. Okay, there's Ben's death. But there's more to this, right? There has to be more to this. And then, you know, Nia comes up, and she's ready to fucking um, just fuck Murphy up because Murphy tried to flip and sell her product to her competition. Uh, Basically, her former apprentice, uh, Josiah. And so... She was ready to kill Murphy, and, you know, Jess had dipped on the crew because Felix and Murphy have been lying to her um, and, about, like, the deeper dealings with Nia. And also, I I get that, uh, I get that, uh, that was kind of, like, dickish what they did to her, but they were also trying to protect her. Um, but also, but, she doesn't. But she doesn't need protecting. She's like she's I a grown ass woman, and like you know. The, and I get all that, but also in the same vein, I do want to point out that I did think that it was kind of dickish for her to just leave with. All her. right, so so I'm uh, so I'm gonna play Jess's advocate for this one because I can. Yes, it is dickish, but also like you gotta understand. That, like, Jess always folds to Murphy. It's always... She never gets to do anything. Uh, 
uh, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Jess, sorry. Al- Je- Jess always folds to Murphy, and so, like, and she even admitted herself they are both codependent. So I think Jess, um, yes, it was a dick move, but I think Jess needed that time to really think. Like, do I want to be involved with Murphy anymore? Every time I just do whatever Murphy wants, I never do what makes me happy. Let me do what makes me happy for a little bit. And if after that, I still feel like I need Murphy in my life, then I'm going to go, you know, back to Murphy. Which I think was necessary for her. Also, uh, two other things real quick. It is a... We get another surprise return this episode um, mm-hmm. with Jess's first girlfriend from season one. Oh, yeah, Vanessa. Vanessa mm-hmm. comes in for, for a quick hot minute and spills the tea that Jess isn't innocent and her go-to is to blame Murphy for everything. Yeah, no, that's uh, like like I said. I'm not trying to say that she isn't, and, and I mentioned like earlier that like they're both codependent, which means she depend like she depends on Murphy as much as Murphy depends on her. Also, Atta- like I'm not sure. I'm not completely sure that Jess would have come back if not for Sterling, because Sterling said we need to go back. Yeah, and Sterling no, that... pushed it. Yeah, so... I don't know, but I don't know because, like, also, I don't think Jess would give up on Murphy. But maybe that's just me thinking more highly of Jess. I still like Jess, and I still think that she's the best character. But still, I'm. There was a moment of hesitation when Sterling said, "We need to go back to save Murphy." Oh yeah, no. Jess isn't perfect. None of them are perfect. They're all pretty fucked up and shitty. Uh, like I'm not, I'm not, you know, shying away from that at all. And I think that's what makes this show so interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah like, yeah, so that, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so Jess comes back, and you know, Jess, she has been afraid of hurting people this entire time, and like, you know, uh, she just got pushed too far, and then she sees like Murphy's life on the line. And then just blam. Sees the gun on the floor. Yeah, and then blam, blam, blam. Dude. Okay, so when this episode, like, happened live, uh, Elizabeth had watched it before me. And she was like, okay, you need to watch this right now. And, like, when you, like, trust me, I need to be on the phone with you when you watch this because I want to hear your reaction and so i watch it and we get cl- close to the end close to the end and then the end happens and i'm i literally it's like what like maybe one two o'clock in the morning when i finish this episode and i am literally like yo what the fuck yo like i was yeah i was freaking the fuck out man that and, blew my mind and i can tell you um it I'm not trying to, like, oh, I'm the shit and everything. But in my head, I was like, we haven't seen Jess in a while. Are we going to have, like, a moment where Jess saves the day? But then in that scene, I completely forget about it and forget about her until we go bam, bam, bam. No, that, was, then, that was fucking And then amazing. I literally wrote in the group chat, I was like, 
Deus Ex Jess. No, nah, Jess, Jess was phenomenal. Uh, always because love Deus Jess. Ex Machina, but just I know. Jess. We, I know yeah. I'm saying it for the people at home. I'm sure the people know what Deus Ex Machina means. But anyway, uh, that was really cool to just yeah, see no, Jess. And that also, was, like that was amazing. Of, that I, that was, I think, the crescendo of her character growth for real. Is it's like she really can stand for herself now, and I really and appreciate that. And then also, like, part of the thing that goes to her character because we're talking about her now um, mm-hmm. is the fact that immediately when she does it, she throws the gun. But then, but then, when Nia's bodyguard dude, enforcer dude, comes in. She immediately grabs it again. Yep. But yo, like I also and again, like I, I, I like that this experience obviously has affected her, but it hasn't changed who she is as a person. Because when she finds out like Darnell's relationship to Nia, she's just like, Oh my god, I, I am I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, I'm she, so sorry. She she even says that she has to tell Darnell about what happened, what she did. Mm. And, and she does, and, and they like, have a nice, they have a nice moment, mm-hmm. but, and, but yeah, like, and I, I, I really hope that Darnell takes the place of Max this season because I really like Darnell. Well, Darnell also hinted at like Darnell was basically like yeah he did yeah until y- y- we y- had y- the y- thing until we had the thing with Josh, mm-hmm. Darnell. Was our hook for next season? Because yeah, because he, he said you I'll think, take care of it. Yeah. No, so, he said you think Sam is just your only problem. There's yeah. going to be a lot of people coming after you. Mm-hmm. And so, who the hell is going to be involved next season? And yeah, I mean, see it, it through it, it our looks, Yeah, and also looks like yeah, it looks like they're definitely going to be setting up Josiah to make a big comeback. Um, yeah, which by the way, just real, real quick, mm-hmm. that is an intimidating. Seriously, like he's not even like a buff, scary dude, but like just the way he carries himself is just fucking scary. And and I like, love it. And just like this shows like the extent of like how scary he is and all that. Darnell comes to him and he's like, Nia's gonna. Nia asked me to go and do retribution, so I'm gonna need something. And yeah, and he doesn't even he doesn't even flinch. He just picks a guy and then blam. He doesn't even look at him. Yeah, he just takes out his gun and shoots over his shoulder to the dude standing there. Yep, and it's just and it's like there you go, there you go, like without yep. even flinching. And I'm, yeah, so like he's he's pretty fucking scary. And I mean, the moment when he made Murphy strip, like, oh my god, dude, that like, was felt... so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I, I was like literally I, yeah, I was, looking yeah, away from the screen. Yeah, I was, I was definitely Felix in that situation. Like, man, I wanted to hug her. And um, that was that's like one of the things that I like about Felix. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't have redeeming moments. I'm just saying I wasn't interested. Like, in the uh, most, of, in, like, 95% of what was happening with him. Uh, and but, yeah. I also like how, uh, just real quick, mm-hmm. uh, how he, like, anytime someone enters or exits the room, he automatically says it just for Murphy's benefit. But he's not perfect. He forgets sometimes. 
Like yeah. when he wrote on the board their plan and accidentally. Also, yeah. Also, I, I love. Also, I love uh, just speaking about like funny Murphy moments. I I love in the storage locker when uh, like everybody's quiet and she goes, "Let me guess, the drugs aren't here." Yeah, I just like that's our luck. Yep. And uh, uh before we talk about Murphy herself in depth, because we kind of mm-hmm. just went over Jess mm-hmm. accidentally. I mean, not uh, accidentally. It kind of was a natural transition because, like, she uh, off One me other it. side character that I just want to point out real quick before we get to the real story with, uh, with Murphy, Chloe. Oh yeah, no, that's who actually who I was going to go to next because, uh, like, um, Murphy and Chloe kind of connect very well um, because obviously they they've struck up a really great friendship in the first season, and I love that Chloe doesn't just go along with her dad's bullshit. She's smarter than that. She knows that something's wrong and she knows that he's lying and she, he keeps lying and like, she actually learns to trust Murphy and, you know, up to the point where like, you know, when she, when like Murphy tells her, basically spills all the tea and she's like, I'm gonna need you to go on the train to the Lindsmore and I'm gonna give this to Jess. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I love that scene because they don't because uh, they handle it normally, mm-hmm. and it's like initially she just Chloe can't process it. Like, yeah, so she's, she's like get out. Yeah, so she's like get out. Like, that's it. a lot. And you yeah, also cause... you also yeah. look on the look of Murphy's face that like her realizing what she's doing, and she's like. Oh my God! I'm asking this literal. Yeah, like kid. I'm a I'm a horrible person. Like I can't believe I just like dumped all that on this little girl. And like, I like, just told oh her her God. father was a murderer. And it's like, oh my God, what what am I doing? But then also in the same vein, Chloe actually did. Yeah, no, that was great. That was fucking fantastic. Um, and I love it in the scene where you just like kind of calling no, back yeah. to. To last week's episode, I love it that it's just not in focus in the background. Yeah, yeah. So Murphy uses Dean's, like, both metaphorical and literal thirst to, like, her advantage. He's like, oh, yeah, you want that drink now? You were begging me for a drink earlier. Let's have a drink. And, and the actress who plays Murphy, she's she's great. And I love it, the scene where um she just... She hears Dean's keys and she knows exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah, so she makes a lot. She makes a louder noise, so he's not paying attention. And she but like, also you, know. you you see that like slight smile on her face. Yep. Yeah, and and then she distracts him like while like Chloe's opening the door and the door closes and he like slightly turns around yeah. but barely hears anything and she's like, oh thank God, that's another like example of just how well they do suspense in like smaller scenes like that that was fucking great um yeah so yeah murphy um wow man like it's a whole journey for murphy um her her whole thing is a drug mule and like the prison deliveries those are pretty intense um her realizing how good she is at this shit um is pretty amazing um and i was really interested to see what arc they were going to give her with that? Like, is she going to go full walls and be like, no, I actually kind of like this shit. Um, 
but yeah, like uh, no, it, you know, Murray turns out to still be a good person, and you know, she does not want any of this at all. She just wants to make sure her, she and her friends can get the fuck, um, and that's all she's and, looking for. And just like we find out that uh, she realizes that she's good at this, but also um, she's cool and uh, she she. Like, handles this. Sorry, I got a little distracted by something. Uh, but she also just, like, at the end of the day, she comes up with the idea with Josiah. And uh, she just wants out of it. Out of it for her and her friends. And that was a good scene, like, with her and Josiah where she's like, and this is it, right? Yep. We give you the drugs and we no longer work for you. And he's like, did I ever say you would? Yeah. And, uh, I, I like that she's smarter than that. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, also, I'm, I'm glad that she... Max is not for her. And, like, you know, she's not good for Max. Um, so, like, I mean, obviously he's going to still be on the table, unfortunately. It's going to be a constant thing. I can already feel it. But like, I actually have a theory about part of the reason why he's going to be involved in next season but we can get to that in just a minute okay so but yeah um i i i liked how that was handled um their relationship and like you know the fact that she ended it was great um because honestly max was a bitch like that whole time he's like oh you gonna tell your new boyfriend i was like bitch you were in prison what the fuck did you expect yeah and then also um He one minute tells her to go on without him. Yeah, like you're the one. Yeah, exactly. You were telling her to move on. Like, you know, I want you to be happy. And then, like, that's the ride for you. And then, like, the second she's like, you know what? Maybe maybe he's right. And she finds somebody. He's just like, oh, so now you're just going to abandon me? Like, no, fuck off, dude. Make up your fucking mind. Um, and he actually at one point believes that Murphy tried to screw him over. Yep. Right. That's so fucked up. Um, yeah, and but it's just like I got this feeling though that that uh, that that Josh is not like going to be a permanent love interest for her, but to prove that she can do better than Max. I can, yeah, I can see that. I can see that Josh is kind of like her realization that like no, she deserves better than this. But Josh isn't the one. No, I'd be fine with that. I'd be totally fine with that. You know who I almost, like, this might be reaching, but you know who I almost got a little bit of a flicker between her and? Who? Jean. I mean, I would be I would be down for that. I love Jean. I'm totally fine with that. Um, Although it would be kind of weird that, uh, that, that that would be her, like, fourth romantic interest and three of them were like cops well no no, only two only one of them was a cop uh technically josh is a cop josh isn't a cop he works for the irs he is an irs agent he, is he not works a cop. in the crime division of the irs yeah but he is not a police he officer. hunts down criminals but he's not a police officer a cop 
he works in law enforcement, but he is not a cop. But I just meant like law enforcement people. Oh yeah, that, yeah. So two, yeah, two of them, two of them were, yeah, two of them were in law enforcement. She's, maybe she just has a type. Who knows? I, That's I, all right. You do you. I was gonna say I like I, I like girls who can sing. I don't. That's, but that's what but anyway, uh, but anyway, so uh, maybe, but uh, but yeah, so that'll be interesting to see in season three, and I guess this is kind of. Yeah, so what are your predictions? Yeah, because uh, we're we're getting close to like the twenty minute mark, or at least you know twenty minutes. Well, mark. one of my predictions for Max uh-huh. is um, I don't know. Maybe this is just me reaching, but I feel like this show loves complications. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And also. There's not really a chance for you to have a condom in the middle of the woods. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, Elizabeth talked about this, too. She was thinking that, yeah, Max, yeah, like, like she's pregnant with Max's baby because they had sex in the woods. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's what Elizabeth thought, too. And that could help, like, keep Max involved. And also, also, just a side note, this could bring back Murphy's parents into relevance. Because it's like, oh, yeah, because it was kind of sad that they had to write yeah, them off. Yeah, they literally just kind of booted them out, like, oh, yeah, we gotta fire you now because you know we can't have you around the drugs. Yeah, so yeah, this could be although good... I totally get it. Mm-hmm. This could also be a great way to bring Murphy's parents, and especially Murphy's mom. This could be kind of like her way of thinking, What's up with you, but I can fix it with the grandparent, um, as a grandparent. And I also like that quick moment where we had with the mom where it's just like. So this is what real life is like. Like, real life that doesn't have to do with drugs and murder. <laughs> but, but yeah, so season three, I think that might be a thing. Oh, yeah, no, that's a strong possibility. Course, I definitely believe that. Of course, Josh is going to be a, a force in season one, in season three. Also, his pride, because he's a very prideful character. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to, like, get in the way. I definitely but think his, also... I definitely think his partner is going to be involved as well, um, because, you know, she, mm. you know, is very close with him, and, um, and will be worried about him. And I kind of want to see, like, where we go, like, what happens with Chloe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope Jean takes her, uh, her in. Like that. That's what. I, that's what my prediction is for that. I hope Jean takes her in, because uh, we have um, like you know they hit it off pretty well, and you know obviously he and he does care about her and Dean, even though he. I love realized... Murphy, but no way is. He... Oh yeah, Murphy is not qualified at all. But Jean, I think, is great. Like that's what. And again, you know, to piggyback off what you said earlier, like if Chloe is with Jean, this can possibly kind of set up the set up the seeds for more of that to go on because yeah like i'm, I'm yeah I'm totally down for that yeah and uh even though you probably don't i would i would kind of like to see maybe felix get together with a new girl someone with like actually like backbone to call him on his shit and stuff kind of kind of like uh okay so like i wouldn't mind felix getting in a relationship with a new girl because like the chelsea stuff was really boring there wasn't a real dynamic there he was just kind of like they were just kind of bland kind of similar 
it's kind of similar to like our favorite Riverdale ship that will never be. Uh, Jarchi. Jarchi wasn't bland though. Jarchi wasn't bland. No, I'm saying I'm saying that that's what. Oh yeah, Felix. Yeah, needs. that is what Felix needs. And like Felix needs a joke. I'm like, look, I, I I know I know, and I keep coming back to this Felix thing. But seriously, the reason that the reason I did not like Felix this season, everything that like he was into that was by himself, other than like him getting the gun and standing up for himself, was kind of boring. But whatever. I I didn't see that, but I've agreed to disagree with this. But anyway, yeah, and it'll be cool to see Sterling come back. Yep, I'm very interested in that. Um. And to see the fallout from Ben. Yeah, and also, I just want to see, I, I really hope, that, like, there's, like, a full-on, like, gang war or some shit. I'm always here for a good gang war. Um, I feel like that's going to happen. And also, part of the thing, though, is I know you said that, and we talked about, like, how bad he was. But it seems like Josiah ended on a happy note with our group, so yeah, maybe he's a reluctant ally. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but... Yeah, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for our predictions. Uh, final thoughts before we get into plug time, Brian. Uh, I really liked it. Um, honestly, I did not particularly like how they ended things with Dean, but I don't like that in general, even fictional or real life. Honestly. Oh, and oh my god, this is this is a bad but, pun, but like that blew my mind. I was very surprised that they went there. Uh, I kind of was not because Dean overall is a very cowardly character. But but also like the, just the fact that like I mean just the fact that no like I, it's not that I didn't expect it. Like that was obviously one of the first things that came to my head. But I'm like this is a show. If this was on Netflix, I would have just been like, oh yeah, they're totally gonna do this. This is fucking CW, man. Like, they. Which. I mean, it's not like they showed it, showed it, but like, they showed way more than I expected. Like, damn. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's not that I didn't see it coming, it's just that I didn't expect to do it like that. I I get you. Uh, it. And, uh. I really liked the show overall. I was wondering how they were gonna go. Because shows like this, you always wonder, like, when one season is about a mystery, how are they going to handle Oh, yeah, this two? show This show does a perfect, like, like I said earlier, it does a perfect job of, like, at the end, setting up the next phase for each season. The new status quo. Yeah. It's very good. And still, even though there's not as much, it, well, for us, they gave us a mystery in out of character, they gave us a mystery, but in character, there wasn't that much mystery. But there was still a lot of suspense, and I really liked it. And I'm excited to see where we go from here. Honestly, yeah, this was some next level shit, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, uh, it was Netflix level. Yeah, it was pretty fucking great. Uh, so yeah, we have reached that t- uh, wonderful time of the night. Where have you can... said your overall thoughts, real quick? I mean, I feel like I've been like cutting you off and interjecting my thoughts during your thoughts, so they don't really need to hear mine. Alright. Um, like I said, it was next level shit. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I've been talking the whole time. You don't really need to hear uh, 
my overall thoughts because I, 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 I've been interrupting <laughs> Brian's thoughts. Also, we're kind of short in time, but... Uh. Yeah, so like I was saying, we have reached that wonderful time of the night where we get to tell you guys what is coming up and going on on our various social media platforms. Uh, for me, it is Twitch, Vlair, and YouTube now, kind of. Um, and for Brian, it is YouTube and uh, I guess Vlair, not really. YouTube, mostly. Yeah, mostly YouTube. I, I tried Vlair, but maybe I'll pick it up like when the shows start coming back again. But uh, when I have something... To... That I can't put on YouTube or something like that. But for now, it's going to be YouTube. Uh, I I haven't done anything lately. I did the Hamilton thing when that came out. And I had plans to, to do Owl House. But I missed the first episode completely. And today, I got caught up in uh, marathoning to keep up with... Uh, in the dark, especially because we had plans to start recording a lot earlier than we actually did. Uh, but, um, ironically due to Jay's outhouse. But, uh, hopefully, knock on wood, I can get out a late review tomorrow. But, uh, that's it for me. Yep. So uh, going on for me, I'm uh, going to start off with the podcast. Uh, next week, we will be talking about Cursed, the new Netflix original series um, set uh, ba- based on Arthurian legends, starring Catherine Langford as Nimaway, the Lady of the Lake. Um, so excited for that. Very excited. I've seen the first episode. Really like it. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews on it. I've only seen the first episode, but I'm a huge Arthurian nut. Thank you, Fate, um, for like making me interested in like researching it. Uh, but I already like the Arthurian legend. I mean, I did too, but like Fate made me like be like, okay, I want to know more and more. Like, also, know- um, I I never told you this, Jay, but I actually watched the other uh, Netflix fantasy show. In the name of the king, it, like letter to the king. Oh yeah, how was that? And I really liked it. So to see Netflix do something else, fantasy but with a bigger budget, because you could really tell that it had a lower budget. This is gonna be yeah, really like, cool. I, I think I think it, it's gonna be pretty awesome. I mean, like you know, even like you know, like I said, I'm really into fate, and you know, Arthur Arturia is a big part of that, and also like Merlin shit back in the day. I loved that show. Uh, that's actually where I first saw Katie McGrath. She was Morgan. Um, so, yeah. Um, very excited. Can't wait to see their interpretation. Because, fun fact for you guys, Arthurian Legend is actually, like, history's first fan fiction. So, think about that. Uh, yeah, and, like, uh, one of the first ever love triangles... Which was create, uh, which was actually due to a self-insert character named uh, Lancelot Duloc, who is who is Jeffrey of Mormont's, you know, totally original character. Do not steal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so very much looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of fate stuff, I have a YouTube channel now, uh, solely dedicated to the game Fate Grand Order. Um, 
and I upload content over there, which are basically just kind of chopped up versions of uh, clips from my Twitch stream over on my Twitch channel, uh, Mr. Jace Caldea. Uh, if you are into Fate or you just want to sit there, uh, you know, you know, chill and chat and uh, talk with me while I play video games, uh, you can uh, stop by. It's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Um, running multiple platforms at once just kind of seems to be what I do now. Um, it's so it's a little, it's a little daunting, but honestly, really fun. Uh, so you know, support your boy. Uh, I got several different hustles going on, but it's pretty great. Uh, hopefully, you guys will join us next week for the podcast uh, for Curse. But I uh, hope you enjoyed this one, and we'll catch you guys next week. All Peace. right, see ya.